This is the Learning to Lead podcast, episode number 85. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode number 85 of the Learning to Lead podcast. My name is Doug Smith, and I'm the founder of L3 Leadership, which is a leadership development company devoted to helping you become the best leader that you can be. If you're new to this podcast, this podcast exists to help you grow and develop your leadership skills, and we do that by bringing you three episodes each month. One episode will always be from our live leadership breakfasts, in which we bring in the best leaders that we can find to share their best leadership content, and we record their talk and put it on the podcast. One is an interview where I sit down with a high-level leader each month and interview them and extract their best leadership practices and principles. And then lastly, each month I record a personal leadership lesson myself. This specific episode is going to be a personal lesson. I'm going to be sharing my process for journaling, uh, which is a subject that uh, I get asked about a lot. And most of the leaders that that I interview and talk to uh, have some form of journaling in their life. So I think it's extremely important. I've been doing it for 12 years now, and I'm really excited just to share my process with you. Uh, But we'll get into that in just a minute. A few things just before we begin. We just want to thank our podcast sponsors, which is 068 which is a company led by my friend Daniel Bull. He's been a speaker at our breakfast, and you can actually listen to his story and talk at l3leadership.org forward slash episode 75. And Daniel created 068, which um, is a company that collaborates with ex-convicts who demonstrate an entrepreneurial drive, and he actually starts companies with ex-convicts. And it's absolutely incredible what they're doing. I can't encourage you enough to check them out, and you can check them out at 068, all spelled out, .org. Again, that's 068. Org and check out all the great work that they're doing. Secondly, we always want to invite you to our leadership breakfast. They're live, and our next one is February 27th, and it's going to be at Bab Insurance on the north side at 8 a.m., and our speaker this month is going to be Scott Stevens, who's the lead pastor of Northway Christian Community, and uh, he's just going to be a phenomenal guy. I, I recently published the interview that I did with him. And got a ton of great feedback on that. And so I'd love to see you at the breakfast. Again, it's February 27th, 2016 at 8 a.m. And you can register for that at l3leadership.org forward slash breakfast. And then lastly, before we jump into the lesson, if you want to stay in touch with us and everything we're doing here at L3 Leadership, you can sign up for our email list at l3leadership.org and you'll get a free copy of my ebook, Making the Most of Mentoring, which is simply uh, my step-by-step process for how to get and cultivate mentor relationships in your life. So with that being said, let's just jump right into the lesson and I'll come back at the end with just a few, um, a few announcements, a quote, and then I'll wrap it up at the end. So enjoy this lesson. I hope it adds value to your life. Hey, everyone. Today I want to talk to you on the subject of journaling. Uh, that's right, journaling. <laughs> this is a subject I get asked about a lot, and uh, it's actually a pretty interesting subject. I've been journaling for 12 years, and I'll tell you a little bit about my journey with journaling. Um, but the more and more leaders that I interview and spend time with, I find that so many of them um, journal. They, they keep a journal of their lives. It's a way for them to process their lives, evaluate their lives. And so my encouragement to everyone is to start a journal. Now, uh, I wrote a blog post on this, on my journaling process, about two years ago. And if you're interested in that, it'll be kind of the spark notes of this podcast. You can go to DougSmithLive.com forward slash journaling, and you'll be able to find that there. I'll include a link to that in the show notes. 
But what really made me want to do a podcast with this, especially in the beginning of the year, was in December, I was doing my year-end review process, and I tell everyone to have a year-end review process. It's a phenomenal um, experience. And in fact, if you're interested in learning about having a year-end review process, you can go to DougSmithLive.com forward slash episode 13, and uh, I'll walk you through my entire process there. However, I realized that I was telling everyone to have a year-end review process, but um, it, it's not helpful to have a year-end review process if you don't have a lot of things to review. And so I wanted to get a, blog, or a podcast out here now um, sharing with you how to journal. How do you actually track your year so that at the end of the year you can look back on it and actually have a great year-end review process? And one of the best ways that you can do that in the way that I do that is through journaling. And so... If you've never been able to journal before but wanted to, um, if you've thought journaling was stupid before, I really encourage you to listen to this podcast um, and hopefully um, you'll be able to start journaling on your own. So before we get into how I journal, uh, let's just go into the background of, of my experience with journaling. In 2004, I was interning at my church at Victory Family Church and my mentor, Larry Betancourt, he encouraged me to start journaling. And at the time, I was just 18 years old, and I really thought journaling was for for sissies. I thought it was stupid. Um, However, he walked me through his journal and his process that he used, and I got really excited about it and went out immediately and bought a notebook and started journaling. Fast forward 12 years, um, it's been one of the most rewarding practices that I've done. And again, that's why I can't encourage you enough to start journaling today. And let me just tell you this before we jump into my process. I want to let you know that my process may not work for you. You know, I'd tell you the same thing about journaling that I would tell you about working out. They say that the best workouts, the one you'll actually do. I would tell you that the best kind of journaling and the best way to journal is the kind that you'll actually do, the process you'll actually use. And so my encouragement and what I do to adapt my process is just um, you know, take what you like out of what I shared today and start doing it and then um, keep what sticks and, and don't keep what doesn't stick. And as you learn how other people journal and other processes, just adapt until you have your own process for journaling. So that being said, let's just jump right into this. First thing people always ask is what kind of journal should I use? Again, I, I just say the the one that works for you. I've tried five or six journals throughout my lifetime and um, I found one that I absolutely love. I get it at Barnes and Nobles. I'll include a link to it in the show notes. Um, but it's made by the company Gallery Leather, and they're out of Maine. And I use their large black journal. I've also used their large brown journal. Um, both are great. But these are the journals that I've used for the past three or four years, and I don't really plan on um, on swaying from that. But again, some people like the journal online using Evernote or using Notes. Uh, it does again. It, it nothing matters. The the best kind of journal is the kind that you'll actually use. So whether you're a paper and pen guy or girl or you want to use online, it doesn't matter. Um, Secondly, people always ask, how long should I use my journal? Um, I would say this, that until your journal is full or until a new year begins. You know, I usually fill up three to four journals per year. um, And every year I start with a new journal. It's just something with me I don't want to carry over years. Um, And so I want to be able to reach in my, uh, my, you know, drawer and grab my 2015 journals and be able to go through them at any time. So I would say until it's full or until a new year starts, keep using the same journal. Now let's get into specifics. What should you journal about? Again, this is my process. Your journal is your journal. So you can write whatever you want to about. But here's what I write in my journal. The first kind of entry that I have in my journal is what I do every day. And this isn't real intense. Literally on back-to-back pages, I'll just literally write very, very small. Like this is one line. I'll write the date. So today's February 6th. 
Saturday, February 6th, so I'll write that, and then the line underneath that, I'll write, okay, woke up this morning, I had devotions, then I worked out, then I went to Starbucks and did some work. Um, this afternoon, I'm just doing some errands, uh, so I'll write errands, then I'm going to church tonight, so I'll write church, and then I'm hanging out with my wife. And so literally, that's all I'll write, and um, just so I know what I did with that day, so I can go back in any of my journals and just look at the date and see what I actually did. Um, but I don't go into detail on this, it's very, very limited, but I write down what I do every day. Um, the second area that I write in, and the second topic, is memories, and this is probably my favorite thing that I journal. Um, but I'll write out every single memory that I can think of. You know, as I look over what I did each day, I think, okay, did anything funny happen? Um, is there anything that I want to remember? Did anyone say anything hilarious? Um, were there any highlights? And I'll write those down in memories. And why I love that is at the end of every year, I, I actually type out a whole document of all the memories for that year. And so I'm able to go back into that document. I can go back to 2015 and pull up, I think I had 14 pages of memories from 2014. It's just fun to do sometimes, just pull that out and, and to be able to sit down with Laura and be like, hey, let's see what, uh, what, have funny, what was great in 2015. And we'll look through it and we'll be able to laugh and just cry about what God did. And it's just a lot of fun. So we write down all of our memories. I encourage you to do that as well. Um, the third section that I write is devotions slash growth. Um, anytime I'm reading, I usually read in the morning. Um, my Bible in a book. And so when I'm going through that, I'll write down any key verses or truths that stick out to me or any key nuggets. I call them nuggets or cool quotes from books. And I'll write them in my journal. I also bring my journal to churches, uh, to church, to conferences, to interviews, um, because I want to write down key statements um, that I'm getting out of whatever I'm learning. Again, I don't use this to take all of my notes, but if someone says something very, very impactful, it's going to make my journal. And so I always write down what I'm getting out of scripture, out of books I'm reading, and what I'm getting out of people that I'm meeting with. Next, I write my top 10 goals. This is a practice I do every week on Monday. I write down my top 10 goals in my journal every week. This helps me keep my goals to the top of my mind. It also helps me to realize when goals are no longer goals because they stop showing up in my top 10 list. And so every week you'll see a top 10 goal list in my journal. The next section I have is a God section, and um, my God section is just where if I feel like um, specifically God spoke something to my heart or was dealing with me about something, um, I just write whatever I feel like he's putting uh, on my heart, and um, those are very, very specific things in specific times. Next is general journaling, and this is what most people think of when they typically journal, and this is when I write out whatever's on my heart. I usually do it by topic, so if I want to talk about my marriage, I might draw a box that says Laura and just write about our marriage and what's going on there. If I want to talk about work, I might say work. If I want to talk about L3 leadership, I might put a box with that, and I just journal my thoughts. Um, this is also where I, I deal with my frustrations. You know, for me, um, I tend to hold everything in and then explode. And so one way that I've learned to, to kind of let my emotions out is through journaling. And so when I'm upset about something, I'll just journal out what I'm feeling. And sometimes I'll write pages. And, you know, sometimes Laura will want me to talk about what I'm upset about. And I, I'm not always great at opening up right away. And so the process I developed is I just write it all in my journal and let her read my journal. And then she usually just laughs. And she said, really, you're getting upset about this. And then it opens up the door for a great conversation. But uh, this is just general journaling. Next, I would say, is prayer. Um, I'll have sections for prayer requests, and this is just fun for me to go back and just pray and look at what I was praying at for the last year, but I'll always have prayer sections. And then 
Lastly, I have notes for my review, and I do this quarterly. Every quarter, I try to do a quarter review to see how I spent the last 90 days of my life. And so I'll just write some notes in there from my review. And that those are pretty much the big sections of, of my journal. Um, and I, I'm sure you're wondering, well, Doug, do you write this every day? No. Um, and I think that's something that people get thrown off by. For me, I don't journal every day. I may write down some growth statements and some stuff from my devotions every day. But in general, I would say I... I I write in my journal on a consistent basis more than five minutes, maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. It just depends on what that week is like. Um, but I do try to spend at least one day a week where I spend 10 to 15 minutes really writing out everything that went on that week so I don't miss anything. But I don't put pressure on myself that, oh, I have to journal every day and I have to journal every night and, and all of these things. I just journal as I feel that I should. But I do want it to be consistent so I at least journal once a week um, for about 10 to 15 minutes just so I'm capturing that week. But again, with all of this, the best system and the best frequency is what works for you. Figure out your own system, but I hope that that what I journal provides a roadmap of some things that you can throw in your journal um, that'll be helpful. I do want to make a note that uh, of one thing that I don't journal. I don't journal notes from business meetings. A lot of leaders that I meet with, um, they keep their whole life in their journal, so they'll record business meeting notes and all of that in there. I try to keep um, my business life outside of my journal. I will write about what's going on at work, but I don't write anything about work as far as, hey, I need to do this, or um, here's notes from that meeting. I keep that in a separate notebook. I wouldn't keep that in my personal journal. That's just me personally, and uh, something I'd encourage you to do. And finally, the last thing I want to talk to you about is how to use your journal. You know, do you actually, a lot of people don't journal because they're like, what am I ever going to do with it? Uh, and so what do you actually do with your journals once you complete them? Uh, number one is you can have a year-end report. Again, uh, I talked about my year-end review process in the very beginning of this. Maybe now that you have a roadmap of, of how to journal, you're more interested. Again, you can check out um, my year-end review process at dougsmithlive.com forward slash episode 13. I'll include a link to that in my show notes. But again, once you have been journaling for an entire year, I go back through my entire journal, I'll go through my calendar, and, and I make a report of everything that I did that year. And it's really just a summary of all my journals, and it's just incredible, even to look back over 12 months of how far you've come, what was going on in your life in January versus what's going on in your life now, and uh, what you were able to accomplish. Again, if you have all that recorded in journals, it's so much easier to really evaluate how you spent your year. Uh, the second thing I do is I, I do go back and read through old journals, not all the time, um, but it is fun to just open them and just see, you know, hey, what was going on in my life in 2011? And it's funny for me, you know, I'm 30 years old now, and actually this was my last one. Uh, my last point was to do a decade review. Um, now I've been journaling for 12 years. I'm 30 years old. Um, when I turned 30, I was able to go back through all of my journals through my 20s and really do a, um, a review on my, how I used my 20s, which was pretty incredible. And so for me, it was just fun to go back and see, hey, what were the things I was worrying about when I was a 20-year-old compared to what I'm worrying about as a 30-year-old? What were the things that I was growing through at 21 versus the things I'm growing through at 30. Um, it's just incredible to see how far you've come. But again, if you, don't, if you don't record that, if you don't have a process for reviewing and going back and looking back through a journal, I don't know how you really do a great review. And so I just want to encourage you, 
you know, whether you use my system or not, start journaling today. I promise you it'll be one of the most beneficial things that you do. If you have any questions or you'd like to see my journal or anything like that, please feel free to email me at dougsmith at l3leadership.org. I'd love to connect with you or tweet me on Twitter or Facebook. I'm all over social media, so feel free to connect. And I'd love to hear how, how do you journal, right? Is there anything that you would add to this podcast? Because I'm always looking for ways to do things better. And so if you want to leave a comment with how you do it, you can go to l3leadership.org forward slash episode 85 and leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. So that being said, I hope that this podcast added value to your life and I'll be back in one second to wrap things up with a few announcements. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to my lesson on journaling. I hope that it's a practice that you'll implement in your own life. Uh, I think you'll find it incredibly rewarding. A few things to wrap up. If, if you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd really appreciate if you could subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. It really helps us get our content out there and helps us grow our audience organically. It helps us rank in iTunes. So I'd really appreciate it. Again, subscribe, leave a rating and a review, and I will love you. <laughs> How about that? Again, if you want to stay with, up to date with what we're doing, you can sign up for our email list at l3leadership.org. You also get a copy of our um, my free ebook, which is making the most of mentoring a step-by-step guide to have more mentors in your life and lastly i'll close with a quote i love john maxwell and one of my favorite quotes that has impacted my life by him is this he said the secret of your success is always determined by your daily agenda and i'll leave you with that thanks for listening and being a part of l3 leadership laura and i appreciate you so much talk to you next episode